Welcome to the Seek Wilderness Podcast, a platform for outdoor adventures of storytelling, for gaining basic knowledge of hunting, fishing, and woodsmanship. A place to find inspiration to go do epic stuff this week. Seek Wilderness. Welcome back to Sequelers Podcast. Tonight we have a very special guest. I think it might be our first one we've ever had on twice. Is that right, John? I think it is. The first the first ever the, the first ever repeat offender. Yeah. Brittany. Yep. Brittany Hickey. What's going on? Yeah. What's up? I'm honored. <laughs> yeah, so um yeah, we interviewed you about your Kentucky buck and all that kind of stuff earlier in the yeah. year. That was a beautiful buck. And Thank then you. some other some other things seemed to happen. We we uh, been trying to get you on here and there, but you went Hollywood on us last week, last <laughs> week, and all that kind of stuff. So <laughs> busy all. time of year. <laughs> yeah, I, know. I can imagine. Yeah. So I know from just kind of following you around, following your uh, Instagram and stuff like that. That buck was some. A buck. Um, it's a local buck. Um, yeah. So you you were able to hunt it all down yourself. You've been on it for a certain amount of time. I think it's it's not the first year you were on that deer. I don't think is it. No, we have trail cam pictures since 2019. Um, oh wow! I hunt a property with a couple uh, guys. We're pretty spread out, um, mm-hmm. but it's private. But it pretty much be public because you got trespassers and i'm like surrounded by people um so yeah we had like three years of history and i'm sure everybody else had him on camera right and uh, just it's it's crazy that it all worked out but yeah he uh it was cool to see him get bigger and bigger every year yeah well he was a stud oh he's so So smart so i haven't been i haven't been on like social media too much over the past few months just busy and whatnot so i haven't i haven't really followed the uh follow the story i don't even know like if it was pre-rut rut anything can you tell us a little bit about the the hunt yes. the, like break it down yeah so he showed up i want to say like mid late october that's generally okay. when he starts showing up because the area i hunt has a lot of does okay and uh he showed up with a couple other bucks and but he's very nocturnal. Like I hunt right outside a super thick swamp, and uh, it's really hard to get in there. Like it's just br- like walls of briars and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So, um, yeah, he was very nocturnal. Um, and then one morning I missed him because I had trouble getting in in the mornings because um, the path I have to walk in, I kind of walk by like some other seats from other hunters mm-hmm. that are like in in the woods and so i would like bust some deer going in no matter how far that was in. um so i stopped doing the mornings but for those three years i studied like the wind he came in on like he only came in on northwest wind which is just off wind for where i sit yeah. and i actually moved deeper in this year so where i had him last year i moved quite a ways in to get away from people <laughs> it's yeah, kind of yeah. hunting the people at the same time uh, but to get away from them and then i just noticed he was it seemed like he was more like confident and comfortable in that area so i put a couple cameras on some runs to see where he's coming out of the swamp and uh then um 
you could tell like the rut was starting to heat up. So I missed him like the first week of November and then he slipped up again. It was 15th of November. He was there that morning and I was like, I got to go. It's Northwest wind. Yeah. Like a perfect situation. <laughs> so I actually was in the latitude saddle when I killed him. Um, yeah, but uh, he, I had good movement. Like early there was a, like a six or an eight chasing some does. Like they were flying through the woods. I sat like right outside some laurels. So they kind of like would stay in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was just, there was deer everywhere. And he came in with a doe, um, followed her in like blonde with the laurels. And he came in the 10 yards and just like stopped and looked at her. And I was covered up and I was like, I was like, well, he's not looking at me. So I'm drawing yeah. <laughs> and threw the bow and, and shot him. And yeah. Good shot. Yeah, so he was slight. It was like getting kind of dark. Um, there's still light, but I was holding my bow for probably 45 minutes because I was like, "There's deer. If he's coming in, I gotta be ready." And where I hunt, it, all of that beetle it killed all the pine trees. Yep. So there's only like skinny um, uh, white oaks. So I was in the middle of three of them. So I kind of used them to just break up my body. Yep. But uh, yeah, so I had to hide in there. And then, um, so I had to be really careful with my movement. So I was holding the bow and it started getting cold. <laughs> and I don't wear gloves because I don't like the feel of it. Right. Yeah. Well, you're an archer. You're not, right? Yeah. You're, you yeah. are a bow hunter, but I mean, but you're, you're an archer. An archer. Yeah. yeah. So I, I just use like fanny pack with the hand warmers, but yep. And I, if it's really cold, I'll do a thin one on my like grip hand, but I don't like anything on my trigger hand, but I didn't have it that night and I was holding it and I was like, I was like, he's got to come in. Like there was deer everywhere. And, uh, so by the time he came in, (laughs) I couldn't even open my hand. Like I'd had like bear claws. It was so cold, but uh, he came in and when I drew back, I felt like I never drew a bow before. I had buck fever. (laughs) I love it. Bigger than than he did on camera. Like I was just like, oh my gosh! I was like, all right, we're not looking at the horns. We're just gonna shoot this deer. Right. <laughs> so when I finally found my anchor, <laughs> I was like, I felt like I had like a thirty-one inch draw length. I right. like it felt so bad. I was like, oh my gosh! And then I finally got myself together and put the pin on him, and he was slightly quarter in two. And I shouldered a buck a few years ago, like one of my big bucks I was after. So I kind of like stay a little back behind that. Right. And I kind of put it in the same spot and I should have hugged the shoulder a little more, but it was a single lung and then came out the liver. Um, mm-hmm. So I was using that mega meat. Uh, mm-hmm. the blade, so I had a really good hold, but so I had a really good learning experience after I shot. Um, I had great blood and he kind of ran off and I gave him a little bit of time, but I, I'm so excited, like, lesson learned. I should have waited a little longer. Right. Um, but he was only, like, probably 25 yards from where I shot, and I bumped him. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, and where I bumped him to was not <laughs> not good. It was that thick swamp with just briars and stuff. Oh, yeah. So that was a amateur mistake there, but... Um, so if anybody can learn from this, <laughs> this is, uh, it's better to wait than, you know, I was looking at the blood and I was like, this looks a little darker than normal. And it mm-hmm. had like little air bubbles. Um, but I should have so backed out even though it was a lot, but what, what time, what time of day was it that you shot him? It was probably, I want to say like five, 
thirty. That sound about right. Okay. okay. So, so I mean, man, I, I'm thinking yeah. like even, even, even that close. Like, what do you do? Sit in the stand until ten o'clock? Yeah, I mean, I, I sat in there for a while because there were some deer. Like, I waited right. till complete dark, and then right. I got down and I the arrow, and it was soaked with blood. And there was like blood splattered everywhere. So I was yeah. like, all right, that's fine. Then I waited for um, one of the guys that hunts there. He has a quad. And I was like, I was in there. Like I was like, I'm not going to be able to drag this thing out. So I waited for him. So it was probably a good like 45 minutes. So still like yeah. probably around the so, edge of, of sunset or whatever. Yeah. yeah. At that time of year. And, uh, so started going and there was great blood. And then you just see like tons of blood. And that's where he... We bumped, and I could. He wasn't running. You could just hear walking up ahead. So I knew he wasn't in good okay. shape. So you, so you did. You did kind of hear him though. Get did you hear yeah, him? Like, he wasn't, but he was walking real slow. Yeah. And, uh, I was like, he's hurting, so backed out. Went in in the morning, got on the trail, and it was just like drops here. Like when we found blood, it was like good blood, but it was. Because he was moving, and then it just got into the like you almost had to crawl through it was like tunnels, and I was like, oh. and like I know he's in here. Um, so lost blood, it was just so thick, it was hard. Yeah. So I was like, you know, what? I know he's dead. So I called a dog, no shame. <laughs> I was like, right. I need to find here like three years, and I know he's dead. I was like, so I got um, tracker Dan. I don't know if you guys know who that is. Yeah, nice dog yeah. great guy, and. Uh, First round, so where we was last blood, we were crawling all around, hands and knees, looking for the neck. So I figured that would be the hardest part for the dog. And uh, he took a left at last blood and took us all the way through the swamp out to the road. So, like, he must have just went off our smell, kind of got confused a little bit. So we redid it, and then this time he took a right. And literally the, the deer wasn't that much farther from last blood it was just through a wall of briars yeah so when we finally found it we're like how do we get this thing out of here so we had to cut our way out it was he definitely made me work for it so yeah that's good my lesson is learn that any doubt just wait because some time yeah it's so hard when you're pumped up and excited you just don't and then you see that good blood. You see that good blood. You had you had enough of that one lung, probably that you got a little bit of bubbles in there. Yep. And yep. it made you think, all right, yeah, he, this thing's done. Yeah. Yeah. Because the thing went right through where I wanted it to. Like height was good. It was just because he was slightly quartering too. And I I remember telling myself that before I drew back, but I must have just you know buck fewer. Yeah. <laughs> but definitely a good learning experience. So. Yeah, it's a good deal. So, yeah. how many po- how many points was it? Because I know it was a big buck. It was a nice, nice buck. He was nine, I think it was. But he had yeah, a lot nice. of like, character. Like his one G two had like a C on it. Right. Like, it, I had like a crook, and yeah. then he had a hole in the front, like main beam. His yeah. main beams were like those were the surprising part. Like I, when I walked up on him, there was no ground shrinkage. I was like, holy crap! Like his mass. The camera did not do it justice, so Good that deal. was pretty cool. But he had a lot of character, like squigglies, you know, yeah. definitely from the pines and all that. So yeah, that beautiful buck. It was a really nice buck. It, having history like that was made it insane. Like the yeah. most, <laughs> I went from highest to high to lowest, the lowest to 
Oh, yeah. It was crazy. Um, yep, you're you riding know, that bull train. Yeah. yeah, and then when I found him, I like teared up, and I think Tracker Dan was like, "What is this girl?" <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I gave him a hug, and he was like surprised. So I was like, "You don't understand." <laughs> <laughs> That's, awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, you know one one of the yeah. things you mentioned, like what I what I noticed throughout the season, and even last season too, like dog trackers are becoming more and more helpful. I mean, there's a lot more posts uh, that I see with, with, um, you know, pe- people using dogs and you're right. There is a little bit of pushback from, from people and everything. Oh, you know, you make the better shot or whatever the case may be. But the, the way it has to be looked at, in my opinion, is that that's a tool. Like those dogs are a tool for us to do the most responsible thing in that situation. Oh, that's, we owe that's, it to that. that's my opinion. Yeah, you do. You owe it to the game we hunt. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah, I think I think we caught I, I sent you Kyle's number, but I think Kyle had to work or something like that, right? And yeah. did he he sent you Tracker Dan's number or something like that? I guess they all have like a group chat together. I'm sure they yeah. all know each other. So yeah. I was sent to Matt Williams and then I guess they've all put it in the chat and they figured it was a good enough, you know, case well, to kind of <laughs> Kyle could have been down helping me. (laughs) That was the end of of October, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. That was was mid-November or something on that one there, when you actually got it. So I want to go back a little bit. You said you missed them. You didn't mean you missed the deer with your your bow. You missed the activity around the area you were hunting them is what you meant by that, right? Back in October? Uh, Oh, I got you. He showed up a morning, and I actually didn't. I wasn't out there. Right. and I missed him. So, like I, I missed him being there. But yeah, I got you. Uh, he was very nocturnal, like smart deer. I mean, that's why he's that big. So yeah. he, I remember from previous years, he only messed up a couple times a year. So when I missed him, I was like, "Oh no!" <laughs> like I blew it. Right. Um, <laughs> and I stayed out there till like perfect conditions because, like I said, I'm surrounded by people. So yeah. I have to expect them to be messing up, pushing them into my area, and then. Just um, I was just waiting for the perfect time, you know. And then it sucks that you can't hunt all the time. You gotta go to other spots, you know. But not <clears> that <throat> thing. Mm-hmm. And then he came in, no, straight in, came right in with the doe, and and that was those it. girls. They get you in trouble every time. <laughs> <laughs> like, Thanks, lady. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, girl. She says it was crazy, but a really little doe too, which I was surprised because usually they're later. Right. But it was a pretty small though he came in with, so Yeah. Good deal. Yeah. Yeah, so are you you getting a shoulder mount on that or are you getting it what what are you doing yeah. with that one? I'm just doing like a semi sneak. Nice. Uh, yeah, I took it to Bill Weber and Port Republic. Good. So, yeah. Good deal. Yeah, I had to do him. Too much history there. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So you got that what was it, the other one, a ten pointer in Kentucky? Yeah, yeah, temple. yeah. That one's gonna be cool too. <laughs> Jeez, you are you're a good hunter. There ain't no doubt about it. Good, no good doubt. job. Thank you. So when when you shot that and those, you said there was other guys hunting that property. Did any any of those other guys have any history with the guy, with them as well? Yeah. Did they start coming out of the woodwork telling you about them a little bit more? Then yeah, it's or, funny because once uh, Tracker Dan posted the photo, like I was getting texts from people I don't even know who hunt like hunted around there. And like oh, I had that deer on camera, right. and like everybody, like I guess everybody was after that deer. And uh, one of the guys, Mark, that I hunt with, he's like way down 
uh, the end of the road, like past the swamp, like we're pretty far apart. Right. And that deer would be bouncing between us, like went to him a certain wind and then was on my side. Like, I guess they came out of that swamp with the wind in their favor. Right. So figuring out where they came out and then staying off wind of that, just like just off wind is the way I got him. Um, cool. That's awesome. But I actually was hunting a run down the way from there and I had a spike coming in and he came from a way I didn't think he uh, he would come right he came opposite way of the swamp and he winded me like far away like he just put his head up and turned and i was like oh no i was like if the big boy comes from there like i'm sure i actually ran to the other stand to get right. ahead so i didn't so like you just gotta be mobile if you see that happen but yeah, it worked out. i probably would have got busted <laughs> yeah good deal but yeah yeah so. so the saddle was good to you this year then Oh, yeah. Yeah? I, like, if I put sticks places where I think, you know, on the runs and stuff, I, like, it was really easy for me to bounce bounce back and forth. So. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, no, you run, uh, you, you said you were running camera, you running Sally's, or are you running regular SD cards? I'm running the reveals. Okay. Um, ever since I went to them, I got spoiled, because yeah. <laughs> I like seeing it as soon as it's happening, and then you know if it's working, like, there's so many times I would use the other ones and come to no pictures, because... It, I didn't turn the on button. The camera card was wrong, or something like that. Got well, you have a lot of good stuff about those reveals. A lot of people like them things. Yeah, yeah. they're pretty, pretty easy setup. The only thing is, like, I know people complain like on bait, um, they die quick. But if it's on a run, it doesn't. It it lasts pretty good. So. Okay. You, but that you guys, definitely snapped the batteries. <laughs> do you guys sell them in the shop? The reveal. You yeah. Do? Yep. Yeah. So so after that, let me see. So you did you shoot any does at all this year, or just I thought about it? Um, yeah. My freezer's pretty good, and that's just me this year because I shot a doe in Kentucky too. Right. But uh, yeah, you're I, doing good then. I thought about going out because there's just so so many. Just mm-hmm. for me, it's like never a good time to kill a doe. Like I always, get, I'm so torn about it. But yeah. yeah. Well, you helped a, a friend get her first, was it her first archery buck or first buck? Com- uh, first buck completely. So. Yeah, good. Sweet. And first, yeah. So this was her first year? Uh, I think she she hunted a year or two before. She got okay. one doe. Okay. And then uh, she started, like, taught, we, she came in the shop one day, actually, and that's kind of how we... We knew each other just from, like, before, but she came in, and I was like, if you ever need help, you know, stuff like that, um, let's hunt together, you know? Nice. It's always nice to have a buddy. So, she's, like, back in my ha- her house. She was like, I got some deer back there. So, uh, one day after work, she's like, can you hunt tonight? So, I asked Anne, I was like, can I dip a little early? Because it was a Saturday, and we were slowing down, and he's like, go, go, go. So, I ran to her house, like, threw a camo hoodie on, and we sat behind some like i was in a bush <laughs> and right. she was on a pallet and we were just sitting there and then i look up and i see something come i was like it's like she's just deer coming and, uh, <laughs> she she starts creeping up with the crossbow and uh it comes in and, and she dropped it right there nice. and not even 
pine shot. I just dropped dead. I was like, holy crap. But I was, it was so funny because she was like, she was excited, but I was shaking like a leaf. Like every deer I shake. But yeah. when right. shot it, I was pumped up. I was shaking. She goes, why are you shaking? I was like, because I love this. Like, this yeah. awesome. <laughs> but she was, because it was a spike. And I said, put so much emphasis on like big deer and the antlers and I was like, yeah, it's great to kill a big buck, but I was like, this memory right here, like, we will never forget. Like, that makes it. This was my yep. favorite hunt this year so far. So that's awesome. That's awesome. That's a good deal. Yeah, it's kind of funny. We were sitting on the ground and got it. <laughs> yeah. So you got you both of you you uh, you and her uh, have bird dogs. You got? Did you do any small game hunting this year? Yeah, so she has a really good bird dog. Um, mine's gun shy, so we don't bird hunt. <laughs> we tried that. She found the bird, and then as soon as the gun went off, she was in the back of the truck. <laughs> but um, her dog's really good, so we went out a few times, and it's just awesome seeing those dogs work. Yeah. They're so driven, and it didn't stop, you know, no matter what. And I was like, I don't know if I could do this without a dog. <laughs> I can't see them until they point, you know. Right. But it's pretty cool. Yes, good deal. Yeah. So, so what? Uh, so let's let's kind of well stay staying on the hunting thing. Do you have what are you changing up this coming year for twenty twenty three? And like, what are your what are your plans for for hunting this year? Um. So I don't know if I'm changing the bow rig yet. Um, okay. Because I have I'm a hundred percent with this one, so it's just working for me. So that's right. Change it. I'm really confident in it. Um, but, uh, hunting spots, I want to find a couple more that I can hunt into, like when the wind's not good, um, just find some really good runs away from people and, yeah. uh, public land, you know, stuff like one of my public spots where I finally thought I figured it out, um, got hit with EHD, so I didn't hunt mm-hmm. that this year, but it's, it's crazy. It's like so spotty. Um, some areas have nothing and then some are normal with deer, but um that and then uh yeah i just you going out of state again or not uh i'm not sure that's up for up for grabs um yeah i definitely want to go to pa that's my home state oh yeah Uh, yeah i try to get back to there i usually take off there to first and second week of november and go up there but um different ball game there i love it because it's ridges and it's a lot easier to find good sign because it's not so thick, you know. Mm-hmm. Like here, we got a lot of that undergrowth and stuff, but it's definitely the the mountains are are different. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a good deal. Yeah, it's fun. Yep. So. Yep. So you're in love with that bow. You ain't you ain't giving giving that thing up for nothing. You, yeah. Manager, the manager of a bow shop, and you're not gonna you're gonna hold on to your bow, right? Well, yeah, it's tough because there's a lot of nice new ones out there, but. Yeah. Uh, find something that works like that you know because i've had bows that you know you have really a couple bad shots with and you just kind of lose your faith not that it's the bow but some just seem to to be more forgiving or just work better for you so yeah so if you were like of all the bows you guys carry and and the ones that you've been seeing and 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 whatnot what what are you seeing a lot of people gravitating towards this year out of all the new bows that came have come out um the elite era is they're liking it yeah we, that's yeah. probably top selling bow right now it's uh their first carbon it's mm-hmm. probably the lightest carbon that i felt mm-hmm. but the thing i like about it 
is it still feels like an aluminum riser. Like even though it's light, it doesn't right. feel like I don't know. Sometimes carbon risers feel a little different. Right. Um, so smooth for carbon. It's a really nice bow. Um, is it here? Yeah. So people are are scooping those up. Yeah, that bow seems like it's got like it has all the the bridging and everything that Elite has always had on them. Even yeah. though it's carbon bow. Yep. Yeah, it's got all that 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 bridge. Yeah. Where, yeah, where it widens up in the into place where it needs more strength and stuff like that. Yeah. And I just love that tuning like technology in the limb pocket, so you don't have to shim like that. And right. both as those, and that's just for for me working on them. It's just a, a game changer to get it perfect for people. So. Yeah. It's a good deal. Yeah. You guys going there this uh, upcoming season? What's that? You going anywhere this upcoming season? I'm going to the UP for sure. John's talking about it, but okay. um, yeah, like I said, we're going to go up, up to my. Uh, I'm going up there. John's invited. He hasn't yeah, quite I'm, worked out. Uh, everything I'm going. Yet. I just need to. I just need to figure out um, because it's a, it's two Sundays and it's hard for me to get two Sundays straight. So it's either we're driving separately or figure something okay. out. But yeah, I'll be going. I'll be going up there. Yeah, good deal. And then besides that. Brett, to be honest with you, I'm not. I don't think I'm doing any other states this year. I think it's all going to be Jersey and, yeah. and Michigan. I'm going to put everything into that one nice. good trip up there. So. Yeah, yeah. It's, I feel like it's better to do one good trip so you have time to figure it out and you know, kind of move yeah. around like a quick couple quick trips. But. Yep. But like yeah. you, I'm, I'm going to start. I need to start uh, getting more public land. I talked about it on a previous podcast. Getting doing more scouting on some public. Yeah. Um, just to have more more options. Yep. Yeah. At any moment, any permission property I've learned can can be gone in a moment oh, yeah. in a moment's notice. So. Yep. Just need that insurance policy of public land, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And the thing about it is, once you get to know the, those public pieces, you can always go back to them, no matter what happens. Even yeah. if you get onto some private for a little while and you make a good run on them. You can always still go back to those those public pieces once you get to know yeah. them too. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like those for those just quick cons going in, you know, seeing what's there, and you never know what's going yeah. on. That's it. Yeah. yeah. So, so no real equipment changes. Are you, uh, you 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 were running the X wing this year for a platform, yeah. and you like that? You're not switching up from that. That you're gonna keep running that thing. I love that thing. That's like the yes. prettiest platform I think I've been on yet. Um, yeah. I do. I can like, you know, change my feet, like the pegs on the mm-hmm. motorcycle part, the wing parts, yeah. the toes and stuff. And then just when I walk around it, that thing doesn't move. I love that thing. Um, but the other thing I want to do potentially next year is get one with the recurve. I love that. Good deal. I thought about it this year, but I just need to spend more time with it. You know, yeah. that's that's a scary, scary feat. Um, <laughs> nah, there's nothing scary about it. But, uh, yeah, I love shooting it. I just got to yeah. get a little more confident in it. But I think that would be insane. Even like a doe or something, just shoot, shoot one mm-hmm. with the recurve. Would be pretty yeah. Cool. So. yeah, it's it's so nice to be able to watch that arrow fly. It's yeah. so much different than what we're used to. You know what I mean? When you when you first start shooting them and to be able to watch that arrow arc out there. It's, it's so cool, man. I love that, man. I really do. My boss, Ant, tried to get one this year three curve. He shot at one. Um, 
and I think he went like right over or under. I think he said he got excited and went right over it. Like he pulled right. a little too much more than normal. But uh, I was like, I give you props for even trying. I would be. He's like, I got so like pumped up. I was like, I'm sure it's a lot different. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, it, it's different. That's for sure. That's cool. That's yeah. good to hear. Yeah. So, so what kind of stuff you got going on in the shop right now? What, what, what over at the rack shack? What do you guys got going on right now? So right now we have um, league nights going on. Uh, that's all league night, just a casual Thursday night thing. Um, right. We always have like the youth classes intro to archery, adult intro to archery. We have club archery, which is for those kids that are a little more and want to keep shooting. Mm-hmm. And then we also have our team, our uh, tournament team. So that was cool. That We doubled that this year. So last year we nice. took six. This year we took twelve. We had like twenty six tryout, which was was pretty cool. Um, so where are, they, where are they competing at, Brett? Where, where they're going to Lancaster next weekend? The oh, yeah, yeah. Yes, that's a big one for their first one, but it's more for like the experience. So I told yeah. them just have fun, you know. Uh, yeah. And then we do a lot of like locals. So there's like the Mid Atlantic's that you can shoot at, like Garden State or Buckshorn stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, a lot of the clubs are like up north that you have to shoot at and mm-hmm. then buckshorn south so there's that there's the state championships and stuff like that and i know a couple of them go to the indoor nationals in kentucky so okay my my nephew shot that years ago with the ibos right i think it's ibo yeah uh, so that one's i think the one they're doing is the nfa, NFA okay that, it's that five spot okay but yeah, it's it's pretty cool, like especially the kids we had for a couple of years, just to see them like grow and yeah, and they've come and like their love for archery. It's, it's so cool to see, and then like the new kids working hard to make the team. Like that was it's awesome. So yeah, so you got a, like an in-house qualifier for it? Is that what how you, yeah, you do? Yeah, we try out. Yep. Yep. Um, so the top twelve, we took six because if you're twelve under twelve, you can shoot ten yards and in or just okay. ten. Yards. And then 12 and up is 20 yards. So we took okay. 6, 10, and 6, 12. Good. So, yeah. Good deal. So I'll ask you a question. So a lot of those kids, when they're doing that, are a lot of them translating into bow hunting? Or what's what's your percentage on that just want to do archery and then the ones that are, that, you know, that, that are um, doing it because their dad's a bow hunter or, that, or they would just want to bow hunt? Is there, what's the ratio like? how do you feel you know what i mean like what what? that's a tough one it's such a mix of kids like personalities so right some of them are vegetarians so they're just target so they're missing it for archery yeah and like a good bit of them i would say a lot of them have like their dad bow haunts or something Mm -hmm. like that you know um so it starts with the whole like their love for hunting and then they start getting in the love for competing and you know um yeah their skills and stuff so a lot of them do haunt or a lot of them who didn't hunt or don't have families to hunt, they kind of talk to us because all the coaches hunt. Mm-hmm. And right. They start wanting to get into it. So I'm sure there's some uh, some kids I'll take, you know, turkey hunting or something like that to just give yeah. them, get their feet wet. But um, it's pretty cool. So. Yeah, that's real cool. Yeah, that is cool. And then uh, what else are we doing? We have ladies night. Uh, that's the end of the month. And then we have, um, what else we got? Oh, the Women's in the Woods weekends coming in the spring. Okay. 
So that's something I'm trying to do because I feel like, like we talked about in the last pro- uh, podcast, is that like women are kind of like intimidated to go into a shop or yeah. and to, like how to hunt, but there's some that really want to get into it. So my goal is to cut the learning curve for them so they're confident to kind of go in the woods, you know, do their own scouting, hang their own stands. Because it's like it's hard to learn that stuff, especially like how to properly use the harness to get up, you know, show them how like get them in the saddles, um, ground blind shooting, stuff like that. Do like a shooting clinic, kind of Q&A, like how to get in the hunting, how to use the mapping systems. Um, That's really cool. That is. Yeah, that's going to be like a two day, like a weekend event to kind of cover But. Yeah, are you doing it at the shop, or you got a place out in the woods to do it, like a camp, campground or a camp, or what? What so, is a? I thought about doing like a camping scenario. Um, yeah, because we have the room at the shop in the woods and stuff. But for the first year, we're just gonna do like a, like you know, stay there till three and then go home for tonight, and then nine to three the next day, um, just to see how it goes. Um, yeah. They have like at the shop, we have the three D you know, um, range and all that. So mm-hmm. that's where a lot of it's going to go down. And then in, in the range, we'll have like the whole like seminar, like Q and A and, and all yeah. that. So. It's a good deal. Yeah. So we'll that's see. A good deal. Yeah. But, so how's it going? Like how's it going with the saddles? Like with, with, uh, cause that's, that's been fairly new as of last year. Did it kind of, yeah. did it kind of like as the season started, like drop down a little bit? I mean, or with all these activities that you're doing with the women and everything, is it still kind of staying steady or growing or? Yeah. So, um, we did really well. Like after you guys did that saddle demo, we oh, did. And then like a couple, um, like Christmas gifts we did. Oh, for that. So like now, right now it's slow just cause yeah. season's ending, but right. I'm expecting like August, September, <clears> like <throat> again. So I want to restock that section. But it did. I thought for the first year it did. It did pretty well. So, Good. but you guys come helps some people feel them, try them out, and know what they're doing. Good. It's a good deal. I was surprised that second one we did. There was a lot of lot of uh, people that that brought their own gear and stuff there that had been doing yeah. it. They just wanted to come and see, you know, check out some of the other things, you know other people's perspective on it there was quite a few guys that came in there with gear yeah it's pretty yeah. cool everybody has like a different method so like i just try to take a little bit from everywhere and and see what works best but it's cool to see all the different uh styles mm-hmm. so. yep definitely that's a good deal like i said that 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 rack shack's a really nice shop it's a really nice shop it's it feels comfortable there you know for yeah. people that haven't been there they should go there i mean it's yeah, it's it, it's comfortable there. That you seems like you guys. I think you seem like you added some fishing stuff there here. We did. Yeah, we a little fishing section that we're it's <laughs> like bass fishing, like freshwater. Yeah. Um, but we're just you know dabbling in that because most people like I bass fish. Um, most of the people that work there bass fish. So yeah, I know have something just so it's like a one stop shop for those people in the spring. You know. Yeah. Now, will you guys do? Will you guys do like a big? I know you mentioned the the spring gathering for for the women. Will there be like a like a spring kickoff similar to what you did in in October? It was October we went there, right? Early October. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I don't know. I guess spring is kind of up in the air. 
I know okay. we do our jamboree or open house, um, like the end of August usually. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think we're gonna do it in September this year, um, just because here it like was conflicting with a couple other events, like Lancaster oh, had theirs that weekend. There was people were still on the boat, you know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I think in between early season and, and fall bow, um, we're gonna try that this year for the big jamboree and the sales and stuff like that. So that's a good deal. Yeah, maybe you guys can. That kind of works out. That, that that time frame kind of works out pretty good for you now too. When you start looking at the, where bow companies are starting to release their new ones, yeah, you, you can almost get you know start to make some space for those new ones coming in yeah. in November. A lot of them are starting to drop in November now. It seems like it gets yeah. earlier and earlier every year. Yeah, they're all different. Yeah. It's always changing. So it used to be yeah, yeah, and now they do them all before pretty much. So yep. Good deal. Did you hear any? Did you? have anybody in your friends or anybody that went out to ATA? Uh, uh, I did not. I know we're planning to probably go in next year. Um, okay. I see, like, nice. I did see some posts from it. it awesome. So I'm excited to go. Yeah. Just to see. yeah they, we got the invite. They just weren't going to pay us enough to go <laughs> this year. So we didn't, we didn't make it. We sent Greg because okay. he'll do anything for nothing. He'll, he'll give himself away. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> we, we sent Greg out there, but you know, we're like, you can't you can't afford me and me and John, so you know. <laughs> maybe not right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, maybe you know, maybe they'll pick it up a little bit. They'll have a little more funding for next year and they they can they can attract the big dogs out there, there you know. You <laughs> it does look like an event though, so I'm excited yeah. to try to get out there. But, yeah. Yeah, it, it yeah, does look good, like yeah. a good time. I wouldn't I yeah, I I'd love to be a fly on the wall or even just be invited out there. I don't even know how it works. But yeah. Yeah, I, um, lo- I love messing with gear. All- I love seeing gear. Yep. Yeah, yep, exactly. Like the I'm like the a- new the new sticks coming out from Latitude, man. Those, yeah, that- those to me look uh, yeah. pretty yeah, attractive. Yeah, they, they look sick. They look sick. When Greg was there, he sent me that, and I was like, "Well, man, we got to get this for the shop." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Especially at that price point, you could probably sell quite a few of them. To be I'm honest with you, I'm surprised. Absolutely, it wasn't yeah. more money. I was like, "Oh wow, they actually kept it." in a decent price point that I'm not afraid yeah. to bring to the shop, you know, for those guys yeah. serious about it. So I like how compact they get pretty cool. So, yeah. 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 They look nice. And, and everything that I seen, every video I, I looked at, I, I watched all kinds of videos of it and, and it doesn't seem like that carbon collapses at all. You know what I mean? It holds the ropes. Well, you know what I mean? Like once you cinch them down, right? Like, What's that? They have like a five-year warranty, right? Yeah, like, absolutely. Yeah, that just goes to show oh. you how you know they believe in it. So, yeah, yep. cool. Def- yeah, it took them a while to design them. They, I know, you know, we kind of heard from Greg what was going on with it and all that stuff, and yeah, they it t- it took them a while to design them. Yeah. Um, th- that company they don't they don't take like investors in. They did it all themselves, all the research and development, everything that's themselves. Awesome. You know what I mean? So that's. I like yeah. it. It seems like the people at, you know, that company, they're all hardcore bow hunters. Like they're out there trying it, doing it, you know? So yeah. that's yep. the cool thing about it. Yeah. Latitude's a good company. Can, no doubt about I it. I can tell by the saddle they designed. I was like, man, they really thought about this. Yeah. It's, it's good, solid stuff. But, yeah. I'll probably be getting yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta pick and choose myself. I need a lot of 
big ticket things this year. So yeah, I don't know. I might run my B sticks for for another year or something. Yeah, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. What? Well, hey, I'll tell you what. Oh, good. No, I was you, gonna say, go I do, what Brett, you mentioned earlier um, that you have like presets, but only with your sticks up. Yeah. And and Todd and I were, were talking, um, especially like when you're going on a travel hunt to a new area or something like that, to have a couple different sets of sticks to where you know you you can make that quick thing, or or let's just say you're you're out scouting and you set you set in the spot. You can have those sticks there, but if the wind and to go go back to in the morning, but if the wind shifts to another, you, then you have your you know another whole set ready to go to a, to a different spot. So there there are some advantages of having. Um, yeah, if I didn't have that preset, I probably wouldn't have made it to that other stand. Because really? I literally got in and it was maybe 10, 15 minutes later, I had deer moving. Wow. So I was like, thank gosh, I had this set up. <laughs> How yeah. far apart was that? How far apart was it? Probably from where like you first set up to? 100, 150 yards. Okay. That's not bad. It seems a lot farther than it is, but I can... Well, especially when you're trying to like be quick and quiet, yeah. too, you know? I mean, yeah. windy. it was pretty windy, so I had that going for me. But oh, when good, I yeah. that, that deer spook, I was like, I got to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll tell you yeah. what, when you're, when you're in those oaks, like you were saying, there's a lot of oaks, like younger oaks, yeah. scrubby oaks. When the wind blows, it's really nice cover on those kind of woods. Yeah. Yes, especially in November, the leaves have started to turn yep. brown pretty well, and they, they rattled pretty good. So, yeah. Yeah. You can cover you. The ground is covered with those leaves as well, though, and they're a little bit crunchy. But yeah, as long as it's windy. <laughs> yep. But, yeah. Yeah, it's a good deal. <clears throat> yeah. Well, hey, I'll tell you what. Um, we want to uh, congratulate you on an awesome year. Thank you. And, and thank you for what you're doing for the, for our local archery and, and bow hunting community. You know, doing that with the, with the ladies and the kids and and, yeah. and that stuff, and, and just trying to promote our sport and our way of life. Britt, we love you for that. <laughs> we really, really yeah. do. Yeah. So, I would have yeah, been doing a like a co-ed one too. You know, not just for the ladies, but I feel like people in general, like even one of the guys that came in, he's like, I would have loved a class like that getting into it because there's such a learning curve that if I can help get people into it by, you know, helping with that learning curve, you know, make it feel more comfortable out there. I feel like more people would be willing to get after it, you know? Yep. That's part of it. That's like having a camp and a group, you know, like in today's world, having a camp, like in, in where we live, it's, it's not that easy to have yeah. like a, a camp, yeah. you know, a, a piece of property in the camp. And like, if things are way too expensive around here to have a camp, but yeah. even if it's somebody's garage that everybody just kind of hangs out in your group of people and you help each other out and all that kind of stuff, that's the same. Yeah. It's more of like a modern day camp, right? Yeah. You know, so, uh, that lifestyle that's part of the lifestyle i think yeah you know that yeah so yeah but doing, but doing like a workshop that's that's interesting because i i don't i'm i've never really looked into it uh, here locally mm-hmm. i know i know there's some you know western pa uh but here locally i don't know if there's um like workshops that are that hands-on that yeah. give that you know, that experience and knowledge or education to people that are interested. Yeah. But you know, I, I was thinking about something like that a few years back and, um, to, 
to be honest, it was mostly for boys. You know what I mean? What I was thinking, yeah. um, you know, because I think a lot of, I mean, it should be boys and girls. You know what I mean? Yeah. But mostly boys. a lot. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. I mean, that's a that's a thing that boys are not being taught by anybody. They're you know, like we're missing a couple of generations of people that are around kids, and you know, obviously traditionally it was a boys thing, and it should be you know both. But um, yeah, you know. Part of part of being a man, there's a lot to me becoming a man. You know, there's a lot of little little crossroads in the way that you know we should be taking our younger folks and and yeah. and, and teaching them how to how to do these things. You know, and uh, I, I, that that's been on my heart for a, a few years to be, to do yeah. something like that. You know what I mean? But how do you get it started? You know what I mean? Like <laughs> it would be really hard to get it started. But you're you know, obviously you're putting a lot of thought into it with the with the women's clinic and stuff like that. That's I mean, that's awesome. Well, maybe we can talk about it and form something. Yeah. You're talking yeah, about good. kind of partner up and, and see, you know, yeah. we try it. Yeah. See what happens. But. Yeah. And you, you know, the thing is too, like you can do, you can do like part trapping, part fishing, <laughs> part hunting, you know, mm-hmm. all the different stuff and just camping and survival type stuff too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we, we all have friends that can do little parts of the, you know, not, none of us are good at all of it, no. but we have friends that are, they have that little niche that they're better at. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Sure, we could get some people together and, and do something like that. That would be sweet. Yeah. Like you said, you, speaking for myself, you, you obviously you would, you know, you got any support that I, that I can give. You know what I mean? Yeah, I can't give a whole lot right. of financial, but I can give time. I can give time. So yeah, that's, yeah. sometimes worth more. Trust me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's for sure. I'm sure. I'm sure John would like to help help out with something like that too. Yeah. We could probably round 100%. up some other people too. Yeah, well, oh, yeah. yeah. Some more ideas are out and start planning. You know, maybe something like early fall or something. Do well. Yeah. But. Yep. Good deal. Right. First week of October, uh, I'll be out of state. I can't. I can't help at all that first week of October. So, yeah. <laughs> but if not, we plan it for the fall, spring. You know, something like that. Yeah. But yeah. Yep. Good deal. All right. All right, John. What do you think, buddy? I think. I think we're good, man. I think we can wrap it all up. Right. Let Britt get back to whatever she has to do. Yeah, it was, it was her first day off, and like. I don't know. It's three months, three months or something. She was saying like, well, I do, I do no, know she yeah. was out surfing. Yeah. Yes, California surfing for else. like oh, a month. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Good deal. But, John, uh, take it out, man. Yeah. So you, everybody, you guys know the, know the drill. If you, if you like the show, if you don't like it, give us a rating either way, drop some comments, man. We, we want some feedback. So we know what direction we want to go. Uh, Todd and I, obviously we're not getting paid. We don't have sponsors. Or anything like that. We're just doing this because uh, we want to get valuable information out to um, people that want to seek wilderness that want to do adventurous stuff, whether it be hunting, fishing, camping, anything along those lines. Uh, the other thing we ask you to do is go read Genesis twenty-seven three, and uh, that's what it's all about. Britt, thanks so much for coming back on. We appreciate you. Yeah, thank you guys. You're the best, Britt. Right. Thank you so much. Thank you guys. Until next time, we'll we'll see y'all. All right. Bye. Wilderness.